one red, one blue, hung behind the counter. That had cost a bundle to reframe, but it was worth it. The flash in the windows and on the walls was still in silver frames, making it look even more like art. Their flash books lay open on the counter, bound in brown leather and containing more tattoos. The floor was wood, a dark ebony stain that would hide spilled ink. She was considering replacing the tan chairs by the plate glass window. With the new countertops and frames, they didn't seem to fit anymore. There were still four curtained-off cubicles where they worked, even though there were only three of them at the moment. Sin was still looking to replace the girl who'd left after learning Tabby was a wolf, but she hadn't found someone who met her exacting standards. At the very end was a last curtained-off area marked employees only. Tacked over the curtain hung Tabby's crooked denial sign. She still hadn't found out where the bitch had stashed her ladder, or that sign would be toast by now. Earth to Sin, come in, Sin, over, bzzzt. Sin turned to Glory, her partner in L.A., and grinned. Today, Glory had her waist-length powder blue curls up in a high ponytail. She wore one of her floaty outfits, a broomstick skirt in some sort of patchwork design, and a peasant top in the same blue as her hair. Bangles graced her wrists and clinked together merrily as she waved her arms. Tabby's right. The boys have been coming by more. She grimaced at Sin. We need to get some bear bee gone. Tabby snorted, amused. Yeah, let's all sashay down to the local save-a-lot and pick some up. I'm sure it will work beautifully. Glory crumpled up a blank receipt and threw it at Tabby's head. Sin laughed, happy to see her friends playing again. Six weeks ago, a maniac with a grudge against Tabby had tried to smash their lives. Now they were back on track and ready to roll. The bell over the door jangled, and in walked the reason their lives had gotten back on track so quickly. Alexander Bunny Bunsen stepped into L.A., a huge grin on his face and a bag of sandwiches in his hand. His hazel eyes lit up when they landed on Tabby. Hungry, baby? Always, sugar. Tabby glided out from behind the counter and let the huge grizzly wrap her up in his arms. Even in her three-inch heels, Tabby barely came up to her mate's bottom lip. She looked fragile, breakable next to him. Today, she'd told them she was pregnant. Sin couldn't be happier for her. Tabby had found something she'd always longed for, a permanent home. Much to Sin's surprise, she'd found that not in Hallie, but in the man who held her in his arms. Tabby would go wherever Alex led, and she'd smile the entire way. Sin wasn't certain she understood it, but she was happy for her friend. You girls ready for the masquerade tomorrow night? Alex stole a quick kiss from his mate, one that would have been much longer if Sin and Glory hadn't been present. No, no, she wasn't. Sin rolled her eyes. How the hell had she allowed Tabby to talk her into this? She wasn't the one who'd lost the stupid bet. But somehow, Tabby had begged and pleaded and offered up shoes and chocolate until Glory and Sin had agreed to go along with her. 
God, just thinking about her costume made her butt itch. I'll never be ready for that costume. Pamela Anderson wouldn't be ready for it. Alex smirked. You three are going to look amazing. We'll have to beat the pumas off with a stick. Or a well-used ball of yarn, Glory yawned. Bored now. Sin grabbed the bag of food and practically threw it at Glory. Eat. Yay! Glory raced for the back room, squealing like a teenager who'd just gotten the keys to daddy's car. Roast beef, all for me. That's my beef, you bitch. Tabby tore free of Alex's arms and chased after Glory. Who are you calling bitch, bitch? You, bitch? The two girls began a tug of war over the bag, with Alex and Sin looking on in sheer disbelief.